You're listening to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with Kat John, episode number one, six, three. G'day legends, welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast with me, Kat John. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what truly matters. Here in the podcast, we'll be doing this through real guidance, raw truths, and relatable stories. Put your hands up if you were fucked up by the full moon and the solar eclipse that took place. My hands up, both my hands are up. Holy jeepers. I don't know a whole uh, lot about the moons and um, like what each full moon or eclipse or anything means, but I definitely get impacted um, by the full moon. Uh, But I woke up last Monday morning, so one week ago, and I literally woke up and my reality, my reality that was there (laughs) was there the day before. And the perception of reality that I had the day before, which was Sunday, last Sunday, um, was awesome. Life, life is great. Doing my thing, um, you know, hanging about, going for my walks and all that kind of jazz, doing my work, uh, being with family. And then I woke up Monday morning and I opened my eyes and I had weight, weight in my head, weight in my forehead. And my head felt so heavy. And I was immediately like, ugh. Life can go fuck itself. (laughs) And literally all I had done was open up my eyes. Now, if this was me years ago, that would have freaked me out. I would have opened my eyes, felt that way and thought, oh my gosh, What am I going to do with this? Why am I feeling this way? It's bad that I'm feeling this way. I would judge the way that I had woken up and would fear that the rest of my day would be that way unless I did something. So I felt like I needed to fix it. Daisy's just playing with a ball and she's dropped a ball. Daisy, did everyone know, does everyone know here that we adopted a dog named Daisy? I can't remember if I've shared it in my recent podcast. But uh, we have. Bailey has a new little friend. Her name is Daisy. She's 10 months old. Um, and we adopted her from some friends. So if you can hear stuff in the background, it's her just playing with a ball and then throwing it on the ground because that's so wonderful for the podcast recordings. Anyway, that's what I would have done in the past. would have freaked out, needed to fix it, needed to find the reason why, um, and judged, judged that uh, I was in this state and that I shouldn't be in that state. So these days, um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, especially on my stories, you know, you'll, you'll see that I just, I share the journey. And it's interesting because when I share the journey in the moment, meaning I got on, I got on social media on Monday because I literally was like, 
oh my gosh, I just want to crawl under a rock and never be found. Never be found. See you later. Good night, Irene. Sayonara. Um, and I remembered that it was the full moon and uh, that kind of jazz. Didn't know it was a solar eclipse again. I don't know much about them. Um, so I got up online and I just, I just said I feel like there's a big pile of shit inside of my head and I don't feel ace. Um, I was sharing about the the heaviness in my forehead, uh, the the heaviness in my body, uh, but I was also sharing that I'm not going to do anything with it because, you see, over time with the thoughts in my head, I have enough evidence and proof that these thoughts will pass. And I know that's a very common phrase and it's nothing new that I'm saying, but you can know something conceptually and then you can experience it and live it. So previously, any thoughts that were in my head, I would latch onto it. Uh, I'd be like, it was like a leech. We were leeches for each other. The, the thought leached on me, I leached on the thought. Um, and I would, I would cling onto it. I would identify with it. So because I did that, or I would judge it, making it bad. So then I would toxic positivity, the shit out of it. You know, I am wonderful. I am great. I feel amazing. I feel awesome and affirmation, the shit out of it. And yet the angst was still there or the feeling was still there, which would then make me feel more shit because the affirmation didn't work. So if the affirmation didn't work, then maybe I'm not spiritual. Maybe I don't have a spiritual connection. Maybe spirit doesn't look out for me, but only looks after other people who does affirmations. Like, oh my gosh, seriously. So me sharing that online and um, speaking about how I'm not going to fix this, I know it will pass. What I'm going to do is let it be there and acknowledge it that it's there. It's okay to be there, this heaviness, this fogginess, this cloud, this whatever over my head. And everything that I had set out to do that day, I'm going to pick the most uh, important things and anything that I really don't need to do, I will let it go, right? So what I'm doing there is acknowledging the state that I'm in created by possibly thoughts, created by the moon, created by whatever, and it's it can be there. Then I look at how I want to live my day and what I want to continue to get done that day so I don't get swallowed by this feeling and by this state. So I pick out the most important things and then I allow myself to have to to coexist with the heaviness and with intention intention of okay what are we going to see through how are we going to get through this day how are we going to see through this day Uh, how are we going to move through this day what do we want to get done in this day cool that's going to be my intention how do I want to how do I want to move through this day maybe it's gently maybe it's slow and steady but I'm still able to do those things whilst feeling like an anchor is pulling me down beneath the ground. Now, again, when you know how to powerfully manage your thoughts, you know when it's time. There are times when we are going through something quite large and our thoughts um, are 
like in, yes, might be in overdrive mode, but also in deep, we might be in deep reflective mode. If I'm in times like that, I will allow space. There are days where I will cancel things. They are days where I will not work and I will go into bed and I will put on a TV show and I will just let myself fucking be. I do that first day I get my period. I'm like, see ya, boom. I'm jumping into bed. Steve knows exactly when that is. He tucks me up and I'm like, yep, this is me for the day. Then there are times like the other week with the moon and how I was feeling. I was like, yeah, I don't need to like, uh, I don't need to wipe out the whole day for this, but I will allow this to be there. And then I will also get on with some important things. And then there are times where my thoughts are just being right royal assholes. And that's where I will get firm with them. That's when I will do specific exercises that are like, yep, cool, let's nip this in the fucking bud, see you later, get out of my space and let me get on with my fucking life, right? And knowing knowing which uh, way to tend to yourself is really important because if you are in a time where there is a lot of change going on, you're in deep reflection but your thoughts are going off at the same time and then you're going hard on yourself to be like no that can't happen let's just get on with the day and you're being firm with yourself too firm with yourself even then what's happening in that deep reflective state uh the answers are unable to come through for you so the reason why i'm sharing this is because when i share those things up online too A lot of people will offer their advice, do this or try that, Um, you know, they give me a fix. And, you know, it's interesting. I've been watching, um, I've just finished actually watching the Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brene Brown on um, Binge, and I highly recommend it. I haven't read the book. I love learning through that modality. So um, she talks about compassion and how to be compassionate toward another when they aren't in a great state or when they share something that um, is vulnerable or um, it's, you know, it's a big share. She talks about the near enemies and the near enemy to compassion is control and What she talks about is when someone openly shares something, the person who is listening, if they're not in true compassion, they will try to control the conversation, either because they feel uncomfortable or they don't know what to say. So they go into fix. And part of me sharing myself in the journey is to show the real journey of mental health. Now, there are some times where I won't share what I'm going through because I can feel that it is deeply personal and I'll need my time and I'll need my space. But in moments like this where I do, I wake up and my my whole fucking state is like, oh, I would definitely rather not be this way. When I share that way, it is, as I said, it is sharing the real mental health 
journey. So when someone, and, you know, I, I will never sort of preface, I'm sharing this, I don't need advice, right? I, I don't need to preface it with that because I'm able to see that when people give me advice, when I'm simply sharing, simply sharing the mental health journey, that it's actually about them. They're making it about them, not about me. What may seem as a kind, generous offering of, hey, if you're like this, maybe you should do that. It's, it absolutely is a kind, generous offering. It's uh, with good intent. But for a lot of people who are just sharing themselves on the journey or are wanting to be vulnerable, some of the most powerful th- things that we can do for another is to just let them be heard. And so during this time when I was feeling off, um, <laughs> Steve, I, I shared this on my stories. He opened up his arms. He's like, come on, come here. Just lay it all out. Lay out all the thoughts. And I went into his arms and he was patting my back and I said, I'm fat. And he goes, okay, you're fat. I said, I'm a fucking loser. And he goes, okay, you're a fat loser. What else? I said, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. He said, cool, you're a fat loser who's, who doesn't know what she's doing with her life. He's like, what else? And I they just kept going. I'm lost. I'm confused. I feel out of body. I feel disconnected from myself. I feel angry. I feel like this human experience is fucking shit. I don't want to be here. And what Steve did is he just repeated everything that I was saying, but he was just relaying it back in a way. Okay, cool. You, you, you are lost. You're a fat loser who uh, doesn't like the human experience. And you know what was amazing about that is he didn't try and fix me. He wasn't asking what's wrong. He invited me to come in and say, okay, come on, get it out. And him repeating what he was saying to me was just everything that I needed in that moment, everything that I needed. I felt heard. I felt supported. And in the end, we both started pissing ourselves laughing because when I heard it out loud back to me, it was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. So then, all right, cool. I've had my laugh. Thank you. Thank you for letting me voice that. I'm now over it. Um... (laughs) Well, I was over it for that moment and then, you know, I toddled off and probably went to bed, still not in an ace space. But by Wednesday afternoon when I went to Sacré-Cœur to the Year 11s and did a high school session with the girls, which was fucking phenomenal, by the way, we did deep chats, a dance session and dead fish meditation and my my whole fucking state shifted, bam, just being in service, moving and dancing and playing sick-ass tunes and dancing with 80-plus year 11 girls and then meditating. It shifted through connection. It shifted through community. It shifted through service. And see, this is what I mean. By sharing that journey openly online, there are a lot of people who received that and said, thank you, I don't feel alone in my craziness. I don't feel alone in this full moonness. I don't feel alone in uh, whatever. I don't need to go ahead and now try and fix every part of me. Maybe sometimes 
You just got to let it be. Now, I know some of you out there, if you let it be for too long, then uh, sometimes nothing shifts, right? You can be locked into just, I'm just going to leave this be, and then you stay stuck in the shit state. This is why all the tools that we learn to help us powerfully manage our thoughts in our head, when we have many tools available and when we work those tools and we integrate them into our life and embody them, we then get to know ourselves better. And we go, yeah, cool, this is what I need in this moment. This is what I need in that moment. I need gentle, loving kindness. I need to be tough with myself. I need space. I need to breathe. So I'm just going to reiterate it here again. When you see me share these things online, this is sharing mental health journey, not a fucking highlight reel. Because it's one thing to share once we've overcome something. And then when we can, when we feel like it's not too personal, To be able to share that in a way where another human can recognize themselves and go, fuck, me too. And in that me too, we feel okay. We feel seen. We feel heard. And we feel less alone. And that's fucking valuable in this human experience, being a human to feel that way, to feel like we're not alone. And like I shared earlier, I highly recommend watching Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart on binge if you've got it or ask someone who's got it for for their access code. Um, It's really insightful. I never knew that, I never had language, I should say, that the near enemy to compassion is control. I can see it play out. When someone feels uncomfortable, they're like, how do we make this situation not uncomfortable? So I could see it play out in certain scenarios between family members, between friends. But to have language around it, that's really freaking powerful. And now having the language around it, I noticed that that last week, people who could just be with me in that, all right, cool, yeah, you're fucking shit. I feel you. I feel you. And then I could see people who were trying to control the situation by offering a fix. And I know in those moments what I prefer. I prefer someone who's with me, who just lets me be, just like what Steve did. It's one thing to to know if you're a coach how to do that, to hold space for when someone has just gone boom. I'm opening up and instead of needing to fix it, answer it, conclude it, outcome it, goal it straight away, it's fucking, it's crafty work. It's crafty work. But when we learn how to do that, we feel closer. We feel connected. We feel like someone gets us. And that's really special. And that's the exact reason why I will forever share the mental health journey the way that I do. 
Thank you, Treasures, for listening to today's episode of the Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and that it resonated. And for those of you who got hit by that moon, I hope you are doing okay. If you loved today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would rate the podcast, review it, or send it on to someone who you know could do with hearing today's message. Reminders for what's coming up in my world in regards to events. Sunday Live Meds is taking place this Sunday in Melbourne, Sunday the 29th of May, 9.30am till 11am. There are some tickets left. Tuesday the 7th of June is Zero Fucks Tuesday Dance Party in real life here in Melbourne. Yes, it's a school night, but you will be out of there by 8.30, home by 9pm. So I'd love for you to come and create an epic, epic vibe on Zero Fucks Tuesday. In terms of my programs, Real and Raw, my three-month chakra program for seven women starts Wednesday, June 8th. Two places for two committed, wonderful women are available. This is a very deep journey through self, through the seven chakra system. So if you're keen, please get in touch. You can book a 15-minute phone chat with me just to see if Real and Raw is true and good for you. And we can have a chat so I can see where you're at. And then lastly, The Legends starts Tuesday, June 21st. That's my six-month group coaching program that is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. Five spaces remain for The Legends. With regards to both of my programs, these will be the last intake for 2022 and then we'll, we will re-kick off in 2023. So if you want to work with me, I would love, love, love to have a chat. Any hus, loves, take care. Peace be with you.